Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Hooked On, I'm Celeb with me, Fanula J. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe to the podcast. We'd very much appreciate it. Last night's show ranged from windy bottoms, topless sunbathing and a lesson in why it's important to be nice because you never know what the future may hold. We'll be chatting about Shane's story very shortly. Plus, as winners of the live trial, the boys got stuck into their lavish meal while the girls had to settle for a night of rice and beans and the impending barbaric trial. As always, there's plenty to discuss from I'm a Celebrity and joining me are two of my favourite cohorts, drag queen extraordinaire Victoria Secret and a comedian I cannot wait to see live when restrictions are finally lifted, Mr. Jim Elliott. Welcome back to the podcast. Hello. Glad to be here. Look, I know that I know that this uh, this reference is going to date me as being old, but uh, so, okay, so they eat the meal and they're ripping ass just farting the whole night, which... I totally understand if you go for a week and you don't eat any real food and then somebody feeds you a half a kilo of lamb. Yeah, buddy, that you're going to destroy a toilet the next day. Like that's everybody knows this, right? (laughs) But all I could think about was, do you guys remember the movie Blazing Saddles? Yeah. It was a pastiche of, of, of the Western genre. And the joke that they did was like, look, these guys are sitting around eating rice and beans every night. And if you eat beans every night, you're just going to be ripping farts the whole time. And so there was a four minute scene in that movie just of guys eating beans and just just sound effects of farts going through it. And I'm watching this and it's night vision cameras of the guys sleeping and they've cut out all the farts. All I could think about was there's some producer working for this company who got the the assignment in their inbox and they're like, you have to watch all eight hours of footage from the evening and I need you to cut out every fart that you can hear. <laughs> and I need you to listen to it like three or four times to make sure you don't miss anything. And this poor guy, whoever this is, this poor guy or girl, this producer who's, who spent the last two days cutting together the fart compilation, he's going to go home for Christmas and he's going to have some ants being like, so what's it like working in show business? <laughs> Is it glamorous? And the poor kids would be like, well, you know, I mean, sometimes it is kind of, I, can we change the subject? You guys want to talk about <laughs> On the subject of the feast, would you guys have been happy to have been presented with a large portion of lamb and mint sauce and oh, yeah. and oh. apple crumble and custard? Would that have been your dream after an arduous task like that? Oh, well, my dream was when uh, McDonald's delivered this evening and I'm like hung over to bits. I nearly cried when I saw the Uber Eats guy show up outside. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it was pretty delicious looking. And I think I'm starting to fancy Jordan purely because of his relationship with gravy now. I was like, oh, that's tasty. Those two together. You know, man, that's the thing I can I can relate to. The, the, just the guy just eating the gravy straight out of the thing. Like, why do I have to put this on potatoes or meat? This is delicious by itself. Why would I not just eat this? Yeah, I loved how he apologized to his mom, but I guaranteed everyone was sitting at home being like me or like relatable AF because I was just like, yeah, I would have been just horrible. 
down me, especially after that amount of time when you're so hungry. You just drink it like it's a milkshake. However, they could keep the custard. Like, custard is nasty. Even if I haven't eaten for like two weeks. Oh my God, thank you. can get in the bin. They were all going so crazy about like, oh boy, and here comes the crumble with extra custard and all these like... I, I tell you, uh, I get this little alarm that goes in my head about four or five times every time I watch this show, and it's like British people. There we are. So that's that's what that was when they were like, "Oh, we love custard. It's a delicious little treat for mommy's special little boy." And I'm like, British people. Who gives a crap about <laughs> custard? God, I was about to strongly disagree. I just feel like crumble is too dry without custard. Crumble, I, I custard instead of taking the soup. Maybe where's the cream? My great tendencies that I don't like to admit to, but I'm admitting it here now. Custard is good, okay? I won't. It's, it's fine. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's like really like that's you're gonna you're gonna go out of your way to to remark the custard. It's like the olives in the martini. I'm glad it's there, but it's not why I'm here. You know what I mean? It's not important. <laughs> Very fair. The ladies obviously were back in camp, um, downtrodden, eating the rice and beans. Um, and uh, we got our first kind of camp creepy crawly. I think that we've been kind of lacking with the move to Wales. A huge rat under Jess's yeah. bed. So they've met my ex-boyfriend basically now. So <laughs> Get him, Vic. Say his name. Say his full name on the podcast. Let's no, do I've this. Moved Let's on. get I just real. Like the name check him at every point. Oh, tell me his parents' <laughs> name. Nick and is where over they it, were. but here's his PPS number. Just FYI, anyone's <laughs> curious. Um, the boys obviously then came back, and we still have that same kind of huge level of camaraderie, and they were so apologetic about the fact that they were having after having this huge, delicious meal, and the girls just wanted to hear all about it, and they were so enthusiastic. Like, sorry, I'm over it. I'd be bitter. I would be better. I wouldn't be happy for them. I would be better. Reading the menu was kind of cruel. They didn't have to do that. You could have just said like, yeah, no, it was a good meal. I think there was lamb and, and maybe some crumble or something. But yeah, was it was it it wasn't Jordan. It was was a chain that had that. Who had the menu was that Vernon. was reading it up? Vernon went word Vernon. for word. Word for word. That's a cruel. That man likes mm. to twist the knife. He really does. Because you wouldn't go. You wouldn't read every little bit. Bit with the mash on the side, and you know the potatoes were sautéed in butter before they were mashed. Oh, it was delicious! Just a hint of rosemary and garlic. Funnily enough, the rat legged it as soon as the boys came back because uh, clearly the farting had started already. The rat was like, "No, gone. <laughs> See you later." Thank ass dudes. Yeah, whose job was it to clean the privy the next day? They didn't really talk about that one. Oh, because I'd say it was not safe for people. Oh, it was awful. awful. Like, I don't even want to even imagine what it was like. <laughs> imagine how powerful your dump has to be to clog the toilet in an ancient castle. <laughs> that's incredible. Like, that's really, like none of your modern plumbing problems. Then we had the vote for uh, Camp Leader. We had that the previous night, and we were waiting to see what happened and who was uh, voted for. Uh, Victoria ended up finding the throne in the living quarters. Did anyone else find that moment very strange? There was like a, a pure like two or three minute cut where she's just like staring at the chair being like, yeah. what, what, what could this possibly be? Just staring <laughs> at it. I was like, Vic, number one, you know what is happening. Number two, go tell them. And the same with AJ, AJ in the Bush Telegraph being like, what could this mean? The same man who's also been like, I've watched this show since I was a child. Yeah, he knows exactly what the hell's going on. Also, like, 
If you find a chair where you don't expect to find a chair, are you automatically going to call it a throne? Like, why don't you just go, hey, there's a chair here that I never seen before. <laughs> she walks back, she goes, there's a throne in the room. Like, that's not a throne. It's a throne if it's up on a pedestal and it's got a crown and a stick that you can use to hit the peasants with. Like, this is, ju this is just a chair with a back on it. That's Is that how bad? That, that life is for you people? They're like, oh, man, that's got a back and armrest. <laughs> this guy must be royalty. How about that? Uh, Jordan was voted camp leader. He's the first camp leader. He got to sit in the throne. Um, he chose Victoria as his deputy, which I was kind of surprised about. I really thought, just based on what we've seen, it would be Bev or uh, Shane. But, like, and I know he gave his reasoning being like, she's a journalist and blah, 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 whatever. Like, okay. She's good at making decisions and clear thinker, whatever. But like, have seeing this relationship between him and Bev, I just thought she would have been a shoe in. No, did anyone else think that? Oh, I was shocked. Like, firstly, if this was an election, let's be real, <laughs> Bev would have won this by a lot, as yeah. we've heard. Uh, and as for like <laughs> Deputy Victoria, I was like, I don't need another reason to her get for her to get like more airtime. She is kind of rotting me. She's become this <gasps> voice of reason that is like, oh, you know, let's comment on this and comment on this. No more. You tired of Victoria? Yeah, I mean, no? that's what people say about my social media. So. It's totally fine. <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know. I do. I do still like Vic. I'm not as strongly against her as you are, but it did surprise me, to be honest. She already carries herself like she's in charge. Like she carries herself like a person that is making decisions, even before she was making decisions for the whole crew. So maybe like that's why he picked her because like if you act like the boss, they'll pick you to be the boss. Like that. That makes sense to me. And Jordan getting picked by the by the popular vote, man. They're just gonna keep voting for this guy until he says something horrifically racist to Mo Farah. <laughs> this guy's a shoe in. He's done. He's he's everybody loves him. He's super cute. There's nothing he can do wrong right now. As long as he keeps eating them snails, he'll be fine. Correct. He's perfect. Did anyone else think that um, Shane was also a bit rotted that he didn't get camp leader? I didn't pick this up, but it was actually one of my followers wrote to me and was like, Shane is. Did either V pick up oh, on that? Rotted. Like Shane is fast becoming like the Jamila Jamil of the camp, uh, where he just keeps name dropping I all don't these say stories. That. No, Not Jamila Jamil. <laughs> where all these stories just come out of nowhere, and I'm like, oh, okay. And now like Russell's entered, it feels like they're going head to head with the stories. I'd say he was purely rotted. Was that him that did the thing where he goes, uh, hey, what famous person would you like to have this meal with? And then everybody answers. And then he goes, Robbie Williams. You know, I've met Robbie Williams. Yeah. That's not why you ask that question. You don't ask that question so you can go, hey, but guess what? Here's some famous people that I've actually met, being as how I'm also really famous as well. Like, that seems like a really crappy way to, to, to conduct yourself. I didn't I didn't think I didn't put it together though, Fanula. I think your your follow might be right, man. I think Shane might be pissed off that he's not looked at as more of an authority figure here. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I do think he sees himself as a born leader. But to be honest, there's going to be another vote for this. And I would imagine, again, the next people in the running will be like Bev, Vernon, himself. Like I can't really see any of the others Maybe wrong. Maybe. I ho- I I hope Shane gets really salty about it. I really do because I'm not super familiar with this program. But at this point, I would have expected a little bit more conflict. Mm. Man, I'm tired of seeing everybody getting along together. And I get that. Okay, it's 2020, and there's a there's a plague out there, and we all got to get along. And Jesus, let's hold hands and be good. No, I want to watch this show because I want to see a bunch of celebrities get really ratty with other celebrities and be like, I hate that Nigel. He's just so smug. <laughs> like that's what I want to see. I want to see people give in to the devils of their nature like this. Everybody getting along and doing well together. Push tush. I don't need that. <laughs> we could see it no? after tonight's episode. Like, who knows? I think we're I think we're heading there. But I, just based on everything up until this point, it's been so nicey-nicey and so close. It is. Because of COVID and because of them not being out and being able to do things. Are they really just like really delighted to be anywhere else by their gaffes? I thought we were going to get a little bit of it towards the end because Giovanna was like, uh, hey, today was my hardest day. It really was. And I was thinking, I sat up in my chair. I'm like, ah, here we go. Tell me who you hate, Giovanna. Tell me. <laughs> and she and she goes, but today was one of the hardest days. And you know, it's the hardest days when you make the best friendships. And then they cut to her hugging Viv. And I'm like, oh, well, if this was going to end with a hug, then I don't even want to watch it. Like, what's the point? <laughs> Jim's waiting for a bitch slap. <laughs> yes. Turning point. Um, and one thing that kind of made me think that was the Castle Coin Challenge. Um, Russell and Vernon took part and it was like a spelling contest. Mm. That was incredibly enjoyable to watch them struggle over words like that. It was just <laughs> Vernon being like, oh, they're not going to make a spell rhinoceros. And it's like, yes, yes, they are. Of course they are. Um, but the question at the end was, they won the challenge, obviously, went to Kiosk Cledwin. They did their little dance. And the question that went back to camp was, what percentage of British adults thought topless sunbathing in the UK was acceptable for both men and women? And the options were 56% and 42%. And this is the first time that I've seen the camp kind of not disagree. Again, wasn't a huge blowout, but usually they're all in agreement or they're all kind of willing to go along with stuff. But only for that that Jordan kind of put it in and was like, right, I'm the leader. Will we just say this? Because they were very split on it, but I don't know. Was it just the topic of the subject? I don't know. I think everyone's afraid to have an opinion still at this point. And I mean, to be honest, this whole scene made me think of JK Rowling was just going to pop out and offend someone at any point because it was <laughs> very Harry Potter uh, vibes. But yeah, I was like, yes. where is this thing that? And then straight away, I thought, okay, Victoria is going to take up a point here because she was like, oh no, we should be, you know, we all should be topless uh, sunbathing, but I personally wouldn't. And there was this like friction moment, but then they, they're very quick to get rid of that. Completely agree. There, there was, there was a, a potential for conflict and I couldn't tell if the people warded it off because they didn't want to go there or or if we got it edited out uh, like if the editors put it into one place or another man let them fight that's what I want I don't know I do think it might this might just be a slow kind of start I feel like it's mm. this is kind of the slow descent to madness where people are cracking up and people are going to irk each other 
more. You know what I mean? There's only so many of those Shane Ritchie stories before someone cracks up. There's only so many pots of rice and beans people can eat before they're like, okay, I'm done with this. Like, I'm going to go to bed for the whole day. All that needed to happen was Vernon was carrying that tray of biscuits. Like, very, you know, like, I, I've got these, I've got these. I was like, he's going to drop these. Like, go easy. Everyone is starving here. And I was like, okay, actually, please drop these biscuits. Because firstly, Jammy Dodgers, not that exciting. Where are the chocolate fingers? Give me the chocolate fingers. Um, and I was like, just drop them. Everyone will go mad. I'd love, um, I don't know if you remember the moment as well, when Amir and Ian ate the straw strawberries that they won that time during a Dingo Jaller challenge. I can't remember what series that was, but it was basically like they won and they went away and ate the treat and pretended to the camp that they didn't get it. I'd love something like that again. But again, I just think they're a bunch of pansies and we'll never do it. The girls took part in Barbaric, which was the trial and because they lost the tournament thing. The way they had to do it was it was like keys and they had to go through awful again and kind of unlock each other bit by bit. And Giovanna was out first, which when she was like the least smelly and Victoria stayed last, which when she was the smelliest. This was grim. This looked, in a lot of ways, there's a lot of debate about whether the challenges are harder, whether they're easier because it's they're not in Oz and whatever else. And they're kind of limited in what they can use and what they can do. But they're definitely... Whether they're easier or harder, they're definitely more disgusting this year, I think. Let's start with facts. Firstly, Bev is a vegan and they are throwing fish guts all over (laughs) her, okay? Imagine doing that to Queen Beverly Callard. Like, I was short of picking up the phone and calling, like, the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland and saying, hi, I'd like to report an attack on Beverly Callard. She's currently (laughs) covered in fish guts and she's a very famous vegan. (laughs) Very famous vegan since March, Vic. Like, I'll take it. I would have gone vegan a, before oh, going she's in She's a there. fair weather vegan as far as I'm concerned, but fair point. Hadn't really thought about it like that. I don't know how she's coping with just having the oh, the organs and just everything hanging off her. She did well. Like, all in all, they got 10 stars. They did well. Better than I thought they would. I'm letting down my gender here, having no faith in them. But anyway, like, and they seem to be quite disappointed I think with how they fared in the end like the kind of morale was definitely down and it was very obvious that they really struggled with it well the morale was down because like the guys won a challenge yesterday and they got a five course meal and the girls won a challenge today and they got some damn pigeon (laughs) which to me is just the patriarchy all over it's like women can work (laughs) as hard as they want but they're only going to get 73% of what the guys get, even when they are successful. That's it. You're not getting lamb. You're getting pigeon, even though you got 11 <laughs> stars. Welcome to the world, kids. You should have voted for Hillary. <laughs> How does 73% of a, like, of a leg of lamb work out as a pigeon? That's something. I don't know. I, I was trying to do the uh, the pay gap and, and attribute it to food, but I couldn't figure it out. That was the closest <laughs> I got. Anyway, as you said, they went back to camp and they had their uh, stars. And again, they kind of, they seemed okay. They came back. They were really smelly, desperate to wash themselves. Mm. They found out they were having pigeon for dinner. And I think that's when the mood nosedived and they were really unhappy sitting around, watching it be cooked, eating it. I don't think anyone particularly enjoyed it. And it was definitely the first moment where, as we've all already discussed, where we thought there might have been a split, but not yet. Somebody could have told somebody else to shut the fuck up that, at that point. Somebody could have been like, will you shut up? Like that, we're getting there. We're getting close. Yeah. 
just to in the dinner and somebody starts telling a story and somebody's going to go, nobody cares about the old, the crown Vic or whatever, or pick a thing, you know, radio one or whatever they're famous for. It doesn't matter. Somebody's going to snap at somebody. It's going to be great. It'd be funny if it's Mo. Nobody cares about the Olympics. <laughs> I think it could be Shane just based on like, obviously he regaled us with that really nice tale of him. Uh, it was a good story. Which I thought was really nice. Like how often do you hear those stories where like it's the other way around where it's that you were really nice to someone in work and then they ended up being your boss. Like all you ever hear is, oh, I, I was a dickhead to this underneath person and then oh, they like I, they got their comeuppance. Has that ever happened to either of you in a work scenario? It'd be very, or even in a life scenario, I'd be very interested to hear that where you've just been majorly caught out. Or a nice story. We can keep on the nice train. But we seem drama i mean beyond sending an email to the wrong person and the email was about them i mean that's probably the most awkward scenario i just got more stuck on what the hell did shane invest in that it was so bad like was it cuts the musical film or (laughs) something that was really you know because he He lost 700 grand that's what he said That's a, he was like, I was down 700,000 pounds. I'm like, wait, what? You didn't just lose a gig here. What are we talking about here? What, what, what did you do? Was it know. Glitter? I like that. Was it Mariah? Could it have been? Could have been something. Could he, he, <laughs> Justice for Mariah. He could have sold, sold stock in the Michael Jackson tour right before he died. Something oh. like that. You know what I mean? Something <laughs> terrible. I did feel like, you know, you hear that story about uh, it. To me, it's it's a real it's a real lesson, especially coming up to Thanksgiving for Americans, where you got to appreciate what you have, because someday you might be a runner on a TV show and then everything goes wrong in your life and you wind up directing EastEnders. What a terrible, (laughs) terrible arc to have as a human being in show business and you really feel bad for that person i'm glad he brought it up you know what i mean it made me feel better about my life and then you got to eat pigeon the things that and then you cars. get to eat eat <laughs> pigeon that's true it's like hey how do you like it i would happily chop the head off i remember like if you had seen my car last week i was coming for any pigeon so <laughs> i felt that for Giovanna. Oh, living the dream, eh? Living the dream. <laughs> um, I was only saying, just based off of the girls' trial, that I would have loved to have seen Jessica do more trials because, simply put, she is a wuss. And then she ended up being nominated for the next trial, along with AJ. The trial is called the Harmony. AJ was another one that I was banking on because, again, I think he'll be really bad. And I want to enjoy seeing him suffer. And also, I do want to see more of him. I do think he has more to offer than the likes of like his potential to be funny in a way that we're laughing at him as opposed to with him in comparison to the likes of maybe Victoria or Holly or something. And again, I want to see him do more trials because I think he'll be bad at them. So I am interested in seeing this. How do you think the two of them will get on? I would have agreed with you until I saw him topless today. And I'm saying anybody that has peck definition like that, they're not funny. He's not going to be funny. Like that, I'm sorry. He's too good looking. Good looking people aren't funny. He was topless today. It was beautiful. He looked amazing. You could grate cheese on his abs. That means he's not funny. And I don't want to see him anymore. I'm tired of him. Oh, Done. I'm with you. Like he was grinning ear to ear when he got picked. He like, loved he it. So he was like, oh, did, did I happen to take off my shirt? I must have gotten warm yeah. during the night. Oh, my God. And there are cameras in here. Oh, boy, is my face red. Let me sure to flex my back like this to get the abs. <laughs> yeah, I loved the way he was like, oh, it's the sugar. Oh, the sugar was going through me and you're out to take the top off like give me a break aj oh my mm-hmm. god good looking though i'm not gonna lie no he's just hair and teeth he's like four foot with like two foot <laughs> hair above him like that is it no i'd be fine as soon as he gets out of that castle i'm okay with it <laughs>
Hair and teeth. I love that Lady Gaga song. Um, we'll- <laughs> That'll be their meal net tomorrow night. Will be, you won. <laughs> Ten stars. Hair and teeth. <laughs> oh, God. Victoria's Secret, Jim Elliott. Thank you so much for your time. Loved having you both on the podcast once again. Thank you. Thank you. Before we go, please like and subscribe. And don't forget, you can catch up on the full series so far of I'm Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here on the Virgin Media Player. We're back tomorrow for another deep dive. So until then, from me, Fanula J, I'll chat to you on the next Hooked On, I'm a Celeb. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.